This is Morning Joel with Sister Ignatia from the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. Morning Joel is a production of Spoke Street Media. Wake up! Sister Carolyn. Hi, Sister Ignatia. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. Anyway, it's always a pleasure. I was surprised that you took me up on the offer of coffee. Yeah, last time I was on, I declined coffee because <laughs> afternoon caffeine. I was <laughs> but, a little hurt, but yeah. it's fine. <laughs> but today I just, I already have energy, so I'll just keep <laughs> amping it up a little more. <laughs> Is that how that works? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want to experience like the peak and then the dive. You're just. Yeah, I'm just going up. Going up, going yeah. up from here. I'm yeah. ha- happy to hear it. And it's the last week of classes, so oh. I have some projects to do. So I might be up a little later (laughs) today. So this might help. Okay. Well, good luck on your projects. They they looking good? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Pretty good shape. Great. But thank you for joining me for a special episode specifically about SEEK. Yes. As we were talking about it, I did not realize that you and I have been to the the same three SEEK conferences. Yes. And the first one was... In San Antonio. San Antonio. Yeah. 2017. Yeah. 2017. Mm -hmm. Do you remember how many hours we drove? (laughs) It seemed like forever. (laughs) (laughs) I remember sleeping on like a gym floor. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't a gym floor. It was was a classroom. It was a catechism class in a church basement. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Thank you, Texarkana, Sacred Heart Parish, I think it was. Yes. I think Maria maybe was her sweet woman who opened the door. Yeah. I also remember when we were unpacking our vans and the the police pulled into the parking lot and asked if we'd seen (laughs) two people running through the parking lot in the last few minutes because... Someone I think yep. had just robbed a yeah robbed somewhere and yeah. they were on the run. So <laughs> we quickly uh, we had a lot of students with us. We yeah. quickly uh, moved them all into the building. <laughs> that was a wild ride. It was wild. You never know who you're going to encounter. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. And that just memories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think um, yeah. So I think for many reasons that conference I think transformed my life. In many ways. Yeah. <laughs> How um, so? Oh, man. Well, I think, well, that was my first year as campus minister. Mm. So, like, I was very convicted having had met, like, focus missionaries previously before I uh, graduated college. And I was, like, yeah, walking with all these students. And I was just so convicted. I'm like, all these people need seek in their life. <laughs> just knew, like, yeah. if nothing else happened that year, if these, yeah, these students got to seek, it would be a win, which I felt it like it was. So it was. Yeah. Yeah. That was my first year doing vocation work. And I had the privilege of traveling along with your students. That's right. We had two of you and another sister from Mm -hmm. our university and me and another sister who were doing vocation work and the, and a priest from the university. And the five of us were the only drivers. uh, yeah, Yeah. Only drivers. So we had three, how, how many 15 passenger vans? Yeah, one was bigger. I forget how many could fit in that one, but yeah, three vans. Yeah, and we, we drove all the way from Fort Wayne, Indiana, University of St. Francis Woo. to San Antonio, Texas. But it was a beautiful time to be with those students yeah. in the vans on the way down. And then 
on the way back after yeah. they'd had that experience and after we'd had the experience yeah. at Seek. For all four of us, three of the four of us sisters, it was our first time, yeah. I think, going to the conference. So so I think, we, yeah, just talking about like how transformative even like the one was, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, we've been able to experience like three and then accompany or encounter so many different groups of people at right. each conference. Yeah. So you, you mentioned just like you've been thinking about how Seek has like impacted you, like you had in general some things that kind of like stuck out to you when you were thinking about it. Yeah. I think really to me, um, even as a sister and seeing so much of the beauty and goodness of the church, it really has been a witness to me to see how alive our church is through these conferences. The conferences that we've been privileged to go to have been in person and Mm -hmm. Each year, it's been a bigger conference, but I know now that because of COVID, it's a more online or hybrid format, but even more people are able to participate. And so just the sheer volume of people who are so on fire for their faith, that was neat for me to see in Indianapolis, our healthcare system that Mm -hmm. our community sponsors was one of the sponsors at Mission Way for the SEEK conference. And It was really neat to see these people who have worked with us for years and who are really committed to our mission, but were just so in awe of seeing so many young people Mm -hmm. who were giving up their winter vacation to be at a conference, attending mass and worshiping the Lord. I also think just every year when they have mass, just the line of priests, uh, the entrance, they do beautiful music. (laughs) And the entrance antiphon and the entrance mm-hmm. song have to be quite long yeah. because there are so <laughs> many priests. Um, and that's yeah. a witness to me in my own vocation. You know, all mm. of our vocations support each other. And to see all of those priests is, it really builds up my yeah. my own vocation. Yeah. I think it's one of those opportunities, like as religious, that we are able to and work so closely and like with one goal, like with our brother priests that it's like so tangible that some of us, some of them are chaplains or we're serving directly with students or sometimes, but we're all like just there to be with them and like accompany them on this experience, which is pretty life changing. Yeah. As we were preparing for the podcast, we kind of talked about three words that kind of came to us that were witness formation and encounter. And I think I was able to see all three of those Mm -hmm. in those students, you to much more of a degree Mm -hmm. because you've had been walking with them already throughout the year. And I just got to spend a few days with them, but you could tell that they had been formed in their faith in a way that was even coming from a Catholic university, being involved in campus Mm -hmm. ministry. They were formed in their faith in such a tangible way. And I think a lot of the formation, you know, comes from the wonderful talks and the wonderful mm-hmm. speakers, but also through the encounter that they had with each other and with other students who are living the faith. That particular college campus doesn't have a high percentage mm-hmm. of Catholic students. And so I think it was what it was a beautiful experience for them to see so many Catholics on fire for the faith. And some of the students that came with us were not Catholic. Yeah, that's true. And so that was interesting too, or we're not Catholic at the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> are now Catholic. Yeah. But it was it was really neat for them to see through the, their eyes, their encounter mm-hmm. with the Lord and with the other students, but also the way that they grew as a community of students at the same school. Yeah. 
Yeah, the word, as you were talking, it came to mind like igniting. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely, like something that was already there, like in ember form was like ignited because of just the community that Seek is and yeah, drawing all people together. And even getting to talk to some of the students who've experienced, I guess, like the online format and the small groups on their own campuses. Having the opportunity, we talked about, yeah, the just maybe sometimes like the sensory overload of like 13,000 people. Yeah. It's, it's real. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Yeah. That's part of the experience. But then on the flip side, being on campus and being in an intentional small group, like with your classmates and with maybe your own campus minister or something. Yeah. And my conversations going to campuses, visiting, hearing from our own university that we sponsor, hearing from those students, like how it gave them a chance to really take in the talks and then immediately just be able to like share, apply. Yeah. I think being even more open to like a daily change in their life. So that was, yeah, that was really encouraging seeing like how impactful those small groups were on campuses. Yes. Mm. And that's something that is neat with this online format is you can have a small group at your parish. You yeah. can Your parish mm-hmm. can have sessions for the conference in February and can stream at the parish and have mm-hmm. small groups to really ignite the spirit and the spreading the gospel. Because mm-hmm. that's what Focus does so well is they equip their students to be able to go out and spread the gospel mm-hmm. and and so you can have the opportunity at your parish or even building your own small group, yeah. um, even if you're not on a college campus. Mm. There's a lot of ways to participate and to encounter and really transform the church, mm-hmm. your local church right around you. Mm. Yeah, so after San Antonio was then Seek in Indy. Yeah, well, which is we went your, to SLS in that's Chicago true. in between. Nod, nod to slightly Chicago. Slightly different um, conference, yeah. yeah. Um, and not too long ago you did say, I mean, Indy is your hometown yeah. and like your favorite place ever. I, I love Indy. Maybe not, I, not Hawaii's your pretty cool, <laughs> but, um, there's a lot of great things about Indy. <laughs> Maybe not the tropical weather. Yeah. <laughs> no, like mountains and volcanoes and oceans and, but you've been to Hawaii. Yeah. What? Twice. <laughs> Wow, Life didn't know that. Combat, okay, you know? well, we'll save that for later. Although okay. I, I if we, you know, started a mission in Hawaii, I'd I'd volunteer. Okay. I don't know how my parents would feel about <laughs> it, but I'd love to go. They could come visit me. Don't worry, Geisha and Raymond, I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> but I do love Indy. Um it's my hometown and I, I lived there for four years before I entered the convent. Mm-hmm. And it was so neat for me there to see You know, in San Antonio, I was seen, it was my first experience, but also seen it through the eyes of the students. Mm. But in Indianapolis, it was so many people I knew from Mm. growing up. My family came to the conference. Mm -hmm. Some of my friends were volunteering there or came for one day. A lot of local people, my my high school youth minister, his wife spoke on the last day. And I remember the talk that day was about just the difference that people have made in our lives and Mm. people who may not even know that they made a difference and have formed us into Mm. who we are. And I'm sitting there like five seats down from my high school youth minister who I hadn't seen in years. And what an opportunity to be able to walk down and say, you were one of those people for me. So it was neat to see it through a lot of different people's eyes, but even just, I worked 
a block away, the office that I worked in before I entered mm. was a block away from the convention center mm. where the conference was. And to think of, you know, the restaurants that we were all going to, like I went to those restaurants yeah. as a working professional mm. and to think of the witness that these young people were mm. to even the waiters and waitresses and to the security people, you know, people that attend these seat conferences, like they're on fire for the gospel and they're willing yeah. to spread it. And they, they don't act like you expect <laughs> college students to act because they're yeah. acting in imitation of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so it was neat to be able to see a, just a totally different mm. um, perspective when we were there. And leaving that kind of like imprint on this like place that's like cl- so close yeah. to you. Yeah. <laughs> just, I remembered everyone seemed to want a milkshake after a certain night. <laughs> and I thought that just like how, how different every, like the, the college students were waiting in that restaurant for a milkshake. A and long like, time. Yeah. <laughs> the waitresses were getting mad and we were just like, we don't care. We just like had this amazing day and we're just like sharing and like, what talk did you go to? Like, oh wow, that's amazing. And we're just, we're there for a few hours probably. We were. But yeah, how how it needs, it should be different and how like, mm-hmm. yeah, how that can just like witness to, yeah, whoever's there in some like, seemingly indirect kind of relationship. But right. Yeah. The other thing that was neat was at that conference, they sponsored like a theology on tap for the local young adults. Oh, okay. So I saw some people that came for that, that were not coming for any of the other conference, but it was mm-hmm. like a, a legacy that, that focus wanted to leave on the city to mm-hmm. be able to form those local young adults. And I forget who was supposed to talk, but they got sick, so Father Mike Schmitz ended up uh, stepping in, and so Ran over. yeah. So these um, <laughs> these young great. people from the community got a little more than they bargained for, I think. But um, yeah, and they did a a drive to to uh, mm. collect donations and food and different things to contribute to the local community, wow. and that was neat to mm. see as well. Yeah, how like um, creative in promoting the gospel, mm-hmm. um, right. Yeah, astounded by that. Yeah, that yeah, focus does not like stop at like, oh, we're just gonna like do this thing or like do this conference or like if we can't do the conference the way we wanna do the conference, we'll just like not do the conference. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah, like to be creative um yeah. and spreading the gospel. And that's the I mean, the father is the creator mm-hmm. and we're made in his image and likeness. And so it's neat to see them using mm. those gifts from the father to also mm-hmm. create in new ways. Yeah. And how do you feel like these experiences of Seek have even been yeah, formative for you, like personally? Yeah, I think for me, it's ignited my love for the church even more. Mm-hmm. And so when I started going to these conferences, I was working, actually, when I went to all of them, I was working in vocation work for our community. And now I have a different role serving internally in our community and with our healthcare system. And I'm working with the same people day to day. When I was traveling from campus to mm. campus, you were always sharing your story and inviting people into relationship with Jesus. Now I often don't share my story in the same way. And If I do, then I'm working again day-to-day with the same people. And so I think the conferences that I've been to have really formed me in how to 
tangibly share the gospel with and without words, but especially with words, because Mm -hmm. sometimes that's harder. I think, you know, we always attribute it's not from St. Francis, but uh, the quote, share the gospel at all times if necessary, use words. And a lot of times it is necessary to use words. And that's something that focus really has taught me is the importance of not being afraid or ashamed of the gospel. Mm. Um, You know, even as a sister that can happen sometimes. Um, And so I've received a lot of courage from Mm. the conferences and for me personally as well, especially now I just made my final vows as I think back on the conferences and just the beauty of the liturgy, the love of the Mm. students for the Lord and their reverence and devotion you know, it's it's all for the glory of my spouse. <laughs> and yeah. I just am so thankful for Focus, for the way that they do that, that mm. just everything that they do at these conferences and through their, their whole mission yeah. glorifies the Lord. Mm. And what a blessing. Mm-hmm. And you've had some experience, some personal experiences as well, right? Yeah. I was trying to think, yeah, when we were getting ready to talk about it, just like, yeah, when did I even like start even meeting Focus missionaries? And I mean, it was back... Yeah, 2015, 2016, Franciscan University, those uh, the missionaries that were there while I was finishing my degree. And yeah, I remember like the light bulb went off when I was like, I realized just be, yeah, just because I don't think religious sisters or brothers or priests think this, but I think, yeah, since we're wearing a habit, everyone knows who we stand for go about my day and smile and it's mm-hmm. going to be okay. Um, I think I'm that's... good at smiling. <laughs> Smiling's my favorite. <laughs> you're really good at it too. <laughs> yeah. But like, you're like, you just said like, yeah, it's not enough. Right. Like, so that like hit me even back then of like, Oh, like, yeah, I do need to be able to share the gospel, share how Jesus has saved me and put it into words. Yeah. St. Peter says, be ready to give witness to your hope. Why? So yeah, planting that seed, that like little inspiration and then going th- through to all, all the conferences and workshops, SLS and the talks. And I mean, I remember one talk in, in particular going through a gospel presentation and your own witness and how powerful those are together. And yeah, that stayed with me. I was like, okay, yes, that's, that's how I need to, like, cause yeah, my story is not just my story. My story is how Jesus has impacted me. And you, you mentioned, yeah, like when we're in vocation work, we go around and we talk about, cause everyone wants to know, like, how did you decide? Mm-hmm. How did you know? All those questions. I get really used to talking about like, how did I discern religious life? When that's often is part of our own, like even personal salvation history. Right. But sometimes we don't, yeah, we need to recall and remember that too, like our, mm-hmm. our personal salvation history story with Jesus and be ready to like talk about it. Because our vocation is only the, in a way, the Mm. beginning. Like, you know, I mean, so many of us get so caught up in discerning our vocation. And once we figure that out, but the end goal is not to know our vocation, but Mm. heaven (laughs) and to live forever with Jesus. And our vocation is just a way that, Mm -hmm. that we can get there, that the Lord guides us there. Yeah. Even talking just how focused their conferences have impacted us, but even seeing 
I guess like the vantage point that we have now. We talked about when we were in formation. (laughs) Way back when, you know. (laughs) Eight, (laughs) 12 years ago. Yeah, not not that long ago. (laughs) But seeing the prolonged impact and like the ripple effect, even in that period of time. So like, yeah, Focus wants to form and equip college students for a lifelong mission. And we have and can tangibly see that like in our own community of course, like our own sisters going to the conferences, hearing talks, but also like so many of the young women that are interested in religious life end up entering our community. There oftentimes is a connection uh, to a focused missionary on some campus somewhere, or this young woman's been discipled and is leading a Bible study. And it's so... Or has been a focused missionary herself. <laughs> right? And just to see the fruit of that conversion story and that reversion story or that like accompaniment that those focused missionaries have had and to see our sisters now just in love with the Lord and so beautifully integrated, I guess is probably the word I could say. So I'm not sure if focus was what, what kind of like long-term impact they were dreaming about, but like I'm personally thankful for like on behalf of our own sisters for the impact that they've given us. It's that spiritual multiplication in yeah. action. Yeah. I remember at that San Antonio conference, it was so striking when they brought up someone who had been, yeah. well, Curtis Martin was one of mm-hmm. the kind of original, you know, he founded it. And then they brought up, you know, some of these original missionaries and then brought up, you know, they discipled mm-hmm. this many people, three of them are here. And those three people came up and then everyone that was present that had been discipled mm-hmm. by those three people. And the stage was just packed yeah. by the end of it. Yeah. And I think that's what we're seeing. You know, I first heard of Focus probably around the year 2000. Someone from our parish was a missionary and my parents supported them. And then family, friends, multiple people in their family have mm-hmm. been involved in Focus to some degree. And Many of them have been missionaries. Shout out to the Wagner family and (laughs) Carrie Wagner, who still is serving as a missionary. And I saw from a distance what Focus Mm. was doing in its earlier days. Mm -hmm. While I had no necessarily personal encounter or experience, but then now that I've been on these college campuses, Mm -hmm. I've been going to these conferences. It's just amazing that spiritual multiplication, what it's done for the church, what it's done for our religious community. And yeah, the future is bright. Yeah. (laughs) You know, we've talked about so many different aspects of these conferences, but ultimately it's the encounter with Christ that people are experiencing. I mean, the lines for confession, like Mm. you've never seen Mm -hmm. anything that long before. (laughs) Yeah. You know, everyone is wanting to go to confession and they're wanting to encounter the Lord and they're encountering Mm -hmm. the Lord in the Eucharist. And as sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration, Mm -hmm. that just, that really warms our heart to <laughs> yeah. see all of those young people and older people, everyone adoring yeah. the Lord and encountering him in his Eucharistic mm. presence. And how many, I'm just thinking now, like the campuses that I've gone to and I've I'm constantly meet people that are in our CIA and it's like, yeah, like what inspired you? How did you really decide that you wanted to be Catholic? And I would say the ma- greater majority, it's like, my friend invited me to the seat conference and I went mm-hmm. and yeah, just like the levels of, of encounter that are happening is incredible. Yeah. Thank you. Focus. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> thank you for all you're doing for the church. And yeah, as February approaches, when the next conference mm-hmm. is, we all have an opportunity to yeah. participate this year through the, I don't know if they call it a hybrid format, but yeah, I think so. Yeah. If you haven't signed up yet, February 4th through 6th, it's going to be life-changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you're on a campus, talk to your classmates. If you have campus ministry, like reach out as in like, sister was saying like everyone could attend like there is a way Mm -hmm. for you to have this experience and to you know gather a group of people around you and experience it together so we invite you you know yeah it's Uh, worth it thank you for sharing how the lord's blessed you like through these conferences and going down memory lane back to san antonio (laughs) we could have probably talked for like three or four hours that's true (laughs) People might have gotten a little bored. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go off air for that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you all for for listening. And if at least pray for focus missionaries out there and focus campuses and that the gospel keeps just growing and multiplying. Amen. I hope you like religious life as much as I do. If you have any questions, comments, or prayer requests, contact us at our website, ssfpa.org He leads, I follow. This show is a production of the Spoke Street Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, visit spokestreet.com.